We'll be joined by Tim Ashoff, President and COO of Creek Carrier, Schaefer Trucking, and, of course, Hunt Transportation. Um, boy, I keep asking you to bring out the crystal ball, Tim. I guess it's getting a little bit more opaque as we uh, move into uh, the end of the year. Good morning. Good morning. Great to be on again. It's good to have you with us. Uh, what does the rearview mirror look like, though? Um, some look at it with some barbed wire surrounding it. Others see it through a rosy glow. It's amazing how we are looking at the same things here uh, from different perspectives or points of view and coming up with completely different assessments of what's going on. So I'm really interested to hear what your assessment of this year so far is. And... Um, a look ahead at the holiday season. As I mentioned, uh, uh, have you seen the Halloween candy at your groceries yet? I have, and amazingly enough, I was in uh, one store uh, this weekend that had uh, Christmas trees and Christmas items oh, out already, and okay. I just thought that was way too soon. We're not even at Labor Day here yet, so yeah. <laughs> but I think what that the shows, race is on, and as I the race is on, and I think about you know your question about the the rearview mirror, and and what I feel like is. Uh, uh, I'm on a roller coaster, and I'm looking back at all those uh, ups and downs and twists and turns that I've been through, but what I don't know is if I'm done with the ride yet. So mm, yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what it feels like for 2020 so far. So Yes. Hey, guess what? You get another free ride. Yeah, but I want to get it. You get another free ride. Yeah, but I need to go. No, you got another free ride. <laughs> oh, that's my right. goodness. No, I, I, yeah. I think uh, – I think for the industry here, you know, certainly different people were impacted uh, differently throughout these times. And I think the good thing is generally those impacts, while they were happening to you, if they were negative, um, they were somewhat short-lived after we we look back. Um, and as, as we talked uh, during the break about you know, children and kids being agile in any situation. I'm really proud of how agile the trucking industry has been because uh, much like the rest of the com country, you know, we faced a lot of unknowns. Uh, you know, we, when we got to about the middle of March, uh, all of a sudden the world was changing and changing very quickly. And and our crystal ball was was very opaque. Uh, so we had to adapt really on a, on a weekly and even a daily basis at times. To mm -hmm. really yeah, we talked to, about to that. Supporting yeah. America and and it's amazing, I, I believe, overall how trucking did um, during that time. And, and I think you saw, as, as particularly as some of the publicly traded trucking companies said came through, that overall uh, we, we fared probably better than many other industries and had a couple tough weeks and a couple uh, uh, you know slower months in there. Maybe the month of May was a little bit slower after that initial surge. But I think overall for drivers, um, the, their income should be doing pretty well. In fact, as I've mentioned before, our, our last uh, four months now that we've gotten through August, our, our mile for the month each year have been better than last year. So real good bounce back and, and strong continued demand, at least for us. You know, uh, one of the things that I may surprise you a little bit here, but but just bear with me here. It, it's really sure. not a, a, tw a trick question or anything. But um, now that the uh, that the dust has settled a little bit, the smoke is cleared on the toilet paper crisis. Um, mm -hmm. uh, when we look back at that, the trucking industry, the supply chain was already working. It had been working for a hundred years. Things as normal. Things happen, mainly uh, weather phenomenon, storms, uh, you know, in whatever form they take in the region that they are in, from blizzards to hurricanes to floods to earthquakes. And we weather all of that stuff, and the supply chain is called upon to break away a certain section to concentrate on rapid delivery to a certain area. 
Now, the trucking industry is poised and has been poised to do that, but now the target area is everywhere, and now uh, the trucking industry is called upon to do something it really has done before, but not in this scale. And then, and I'm going to circle back to some things that have happened. So then we have this toilet paper shortage, and that causes this chain reaction from toilet paper to spaghetti sauce and some weird stuff that they ran out of that you wouldn't equate. You couldn't find grits down here in the south and forget about jelly and peanut butter, all the stuff that you can put in a cupboard and hoard. You know, people were doing that. So my question, boy, this took a long time, and I apologize for the question, but my question is this. How much of a jolt did things like that toilet paper shortage cause to the trucking industry, and how well was it absorbed, and was it something that really had to be absorbed? Because now you got to do that when you really need to do something else. You know, I do think uh, we saw that that jolt come through, and and the uh, the there was positive there at the beginning, so March through first part of April. Uh, really, really pushing, getting those goods that you mentioned, those, dur- those durable dry goods, so to speak, out into the stores uh, because the, there was a, a strong demand for those. But then there was exactly what you're saying. There was a wave of needing to restock, but in that probably May time period, the manufacturers just weren't ready. Uh, and so they did not have the items to put out on the shelves. Um, they either you know, had to ramp up their production or they were having some COVID challenges at their plants. And so there, then there became a, a dip in May. And then I think we all kind of started to figure it out, uh, both the manufacturers and trucking and the whole supply chain. Um, and starting, you know, for really that first week of June up through now, uh, it's been, you know, really, really strong um, in that. And, and one of the things for your readers out there that, or excuse me, for your listeners out there that may uh, be interested in seeing maybe what was the cause and, and effect of some of this, the, the Wall Street Journal had a great article about uh, 10 days ago just about what happened to paper towels and, and why did it happen yeah. that way. And, I haven't and, read it yet. It's it in is. my stack. Yes, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, and there's a you know good comment on there about how we've moved you know to just-in-time inventory and and peak manufacturing where we focus on tooling for a specific product and how do I make that the most efficiently? But then if I need to switch from making you know commercial dispensary paper towels to retail paper towels, how I just can't do that overnight and and the impact that that's had. So um, you know it, it has been a, an interesting time. But uh, the great thing about uh, America and the American economy is, is we do we do adapt, uh, we do overcome. Sometimes quicker than than uh, some things quicker than others. But uh, certainly, uh, I think we're over we're overcoming and and we're moving forward. And and uh, I think the supply chain, while still uh, somewhat stressed for some of those goods from an inventory level, I think we're at near record low inventories for those types of goods. Uh, we're moving forward. So not only was there the need for emergency resupply, which is one thing, but also retooling at the same time. I mean, people retool all the time, but not under the duress of having to resupply. Oh, it's not just paper towels. It's these paper towels, and we got to get these out here so these people can open because we need the commercial stuff. Boy, what a mess, huh? 
Yeah, and then you think about, um, you know, what does it take to go into all those products? I mean, uh, we know that a lot of our customers, and we've been involved with this, have, have been short of aluminum cans. And if you're if you're selling more cans of beans and, and soup and, and peas and, and those types of things, well, then you need more aluminum cans to put them in. So then it's, well, where do we scramble to find the cans? And and uh, really some last-minute loads and urgent loads of uh, of cans going into a factory. You know, a year ago, you'd have you never said, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to expedite loads of cans for, for uh, you know, green beans. <laughs> you never thought about that. But that's, that's how the supply chain has had to adapt to, to keep up with the Americans' needs. Well, it's the beginning of the end, the beginning of the end of the third quarter. We are approaching the holiday season. Uh, the, uh, the goods and items are uh, getting to the stores already. What are you hearing from your customers about the freight uh, picture in the next few months? Well, I think it's uh, actually this is one area where I think we are a little bit uh, clear on on what we're going to see for a, a couple of different reasons. Um, you know, I've spent a lot of time in the last three weeks, in particular, uh, touching base with with all of our customers, and, and we have a number of large retailers who are our customers, and then a lot of food and, and consumer packaged goods um, manufacturers that are on there. And I can tell you to a T. All of them expect to be busy um, through January uh, for a couple of reasons. Uh, one, our inventories, as I mentioned earlier, are at uh, record lows, and that's inventories throughout the supply chain. So from the manufacturer, you know, they usually have a little bit of supply in their warehouses, then it goes out to the, the retail distribution centers, and there's some, some st- supply there, and then certainly in the stores, uh, there's some supply on the shelves. And, and all those for many, many products are at, at, at record lows, so just with Normal, if, if we're in a normal buying pattern, let's put it that, uh, just to restock that inventory supply chain um, would keep us busy, I think, through through January is essentially what we're hearing from a lot of our customers. So I think that's going to be good. And then second thing is, you know, people's buying patterns are still changed. They're not spending as much money on those experiences, those services, you know, less travel, um, less less eating out, less movies, those types of things. So they still are purchasing, uh, you know, products that you haul in a truck. Uh, so. So I think that's going to bode well for us through the rest of this year, and, and then you know certainly beyond that we'll see what happens. Um, so those those factors are I think positive. Uh, I, I think the one potential, um, well maybe two potential negatives that I've heard out there is will the uh, uh, manufacturers and the importers actually be able to get enough product to resupply? Uh, some of that supply chain, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of items are imported still. So uh, imports are coming back, but that's kind of bottlenecking the ports and uh, and the cross docks right near the ports. And there's you hear shortages of containers and other things. So the, that's a little bit of a challenge. And then second piece is, you know, here in the U.S., even for manufacturing, uh, they've been at full capacity. Um, they still have their challenges in getting supply, as I mentioned before, on some of the inputs and then sometimes some labor labor issues. So will that be a, a drag and then and then the other one is what does happen with the economy you know we uh Congress can't seem to get their act together and, and determine what we want to do going forward for any sort of a stimulus. Uh, so you have that. And then, you know, you have a number of, of people that are unemployed. Um, things are relatively you know, going relatively well under the circumstances, but there are a number of employed individuals out there. And if, if the airlines, you know, lay off another round of employees in October or otherwise, well, we could see some consumer spending go down. So um, while I think we'll still carry through through December and January, uh, after that, um, if we don't have the economy open back up, people going back to work, you know, next year could be a different story. 
Oh, boy, it surely could. It surely could. But, you know, um, I I was listening to you kind of walk up through uh, January, and I'm thinking, wow, you know, in this day and age, being able to kind of see clear through January is not bad, really, when you think about it. No, I think that's pretty good, and that helps us make you know some plans on what we need to do to prepare. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we always prepare for a holiday rush, um, but you know, you never necessarily know how the holiday spending is going to go. Um, but uh, this year, I think, you know, I think even if spending is a little bit lighter, because I think a lot of people have gone out and purchased those. TVs and and uh, bikes, bicycles, and everything else that you normally buy at Christmas. A lot of that was bought, you know, already. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, but I still think even if it's at a at a normal or even slightly reduced level, just the buildup and resupply of inventories will help carry us through. So I'm I'm really optimistic about now through the end of the year. Well, you know, too, though, I know kids, you got kids. Um, Okay, they got the bike in June. They don't want to hear, oh, well, you know, that Christmas (laughs) present, I got you that in June. No, they don't want to hear that. I got a feeling, too, though, on the other side. I want to hear what you think about this, Tim. Look, Look, so many people have not gone on vacation this year and will not go on vacation now a lot of people are uh, improving their homes a lot of home improvement going on we know that but i i think people are going to spend at christmas they're going to spend a lot of the money they did not spend at disney and universal and all of the other places that they might be going Uh, so do you think there's anything there I do, and I and I do think just in talking to uh, a number of uh, large retailers, there's actually a little bit of concern that when they want to spend, they don't have the product on the shelves too, um, mm-hmm. because of uh, you know some of the things I just mentioned. You know, so many of those uh, larger purchase uh, peak season holiday items had sold uh, in the last few months, and and some of that supply chain has been altered. Uh, particularly those that are imported, and so they're kind of struggling to to resupply and have enough of that inventory uh, by the holiday season. But you know, I, we still have a couple of months here, and and what I've seen over my years in trucking is um, when our supply chain experts get together, they're able to do amazing things. You mentioned responding to to storms, you know, the hurricanes, those types of things. We come together and and we take care of people in need. Uh, I have a feeling that even though this is broader, it's a Across the whole country, uh, we've got some great folks across the country in, in retail uh, and otherwise that'll figure it out. And then, you know, where that comes right down to is, you know, all the great drivers out there that then just get it done. They're the ones that uh, make that ultimately, you know, final pickup and final delivery to get it out in the stores. Mm, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. As much we as we talk about them, we're going to be continuing to talk about it every day. Now, the autonomous this and the robotic that, it's still coming down to people and uh, the, the, uh, the necessary uh, reliance that we have on each other. Speaking of people, though, let's talk about uh, your drivers. It's been an uncertain time for drivers, of course. Uh, what are you saying to drivers about the general health of the trucking industry at large, Tim? You know, I'm saying it's it's an industry that uh, I think is 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 really showing signs of great health again, just because I as what I mentioned before. And if you look at 
as some of the industries through the last six months had uh, big swings, big up and downs, um, whether it's be by, you know, either jobs lost or uh, impact of, of COVID um, to the employees themselves or otherwise, you know, trucking overall fared really well. Um, we are one of those necessity uh, industries, and uh, this time has certainly showed uh, that that's who we are. And and, and at the same point, um, not only were we able to keep drivers employed, we were able to be busier than, than even last year. So uh, we know, you know, drivers, it's one of those jobs where, you know, you don't get paid unless the wheels are moving, as they say. And thankfully, you know, the wheels, uh, we were able to get keep them moving. As I mentioned before, we were doing better year over year. And as I mentioned earlier, I think it's a, a bright future going into, uh, you know, the next six, seven months. And, and, you know, the other thing I think for our industry is we haven't had a lot of new entrants come into it with a lot of the schools being closed or, or uh, for periods of time and now opened up and maybe have smaller classes. So for those, you know, great drivers in this in the industry, there's still going to be a lot of demand for their services uh, just because there's maybe less of them, less drivers in the industry today than there was a year ago. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't call it a trend by any means, and I'm sure you've probably seen this, too. I don't know what word you would use. I would say kind of an uptick uh, in the amount of uh, community colleges now that are opening up trucking uh, courses, trucking curriculum. I don't know if that's going to trend up or not, but that seems to be a positive move. Uh, how do you see that? No, I think it's very positive, and I think what it is is, you know, people are, are actually realizing how um, rewarding being a part of the trucking industry is, and getting that down to people, particularly at a younger age, uh, those that may be looking at a community college, uh, and saying, you know, hey, do you, you want a, a you know, career that can actually, you know, from a compensation standpoint over your career, career be very rewarding compared to many others. Uh, different opportunities, as you know, there's 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 a hundred different types of trucking jobs. So one that you can find and, and fit you and your desires and your needs, and then really do feel a part of something bigger. Um, I think that's the one thing about trucking where while you're in your truck, you may be by yourself. I think you are part of something bigger. And, and certainly Dave, I'd say your show and you over the years have really helped make that happen for drivers. You're connecting them to the, to the bigger driver pool out there, to the bigger industry and show a sense of, of a larger truck family and larger accomplishments, even though you might be out in the truck by yourself, you can be part of something bigger. Indeed you are, and indeed, thank you. Thank you very much, because that is exactly what our intention is and always has been. Well, we really talked about a lot of stuff here this morning. It's a, a pretty good picture moving forward. Of course, uh, anything can happen. Year is 2020. It's almost like the old, uh, remember, uh, what was it? Was it, I forget what day of the week it was. It might have been Friday on the Mickey Mouse Club back in the 50s. That's before your time, Tim. But they had a day called Anything Can Happen Day. And I think we have entered <laughs> into that uh, realm here. But uh, we're handling it. You know, as long as we know to expect the unexpected, when we get the unexpected, we can handle it. And we'll be uh, surprised sometimes at uh, the degree to which we can keep things under control. Thanks you, for, uh, thanks to you for uh, keeping things under control, Tim, and we'll see you soon. Great. Thank you, and uh, thanks for everything you continue to do for our industry. Happy Labor Day. Thank you so much. Tim Ashoff, everybody. That's going to wrap up uh, this edition of Trucking Trends. 